Oh, I'm back and it's Saturday and I'm happy to say hello to all of you. This podcast is a little bit later in the day than usual, but I'm on vacation and I decided to spend half the day cleaning and that actually made me happy. (laughs) So welcome to Saturday. Let's see what's up. First one is say it with me. And that's Amanda Ray. Amanda gives us three words to pronounce and people from around the country and around the world contribute. I think it's cool because you get to hear accents from different regions and you also get to hear people who are in different parts of the world who will um, you know, pronounce it with their own accents and sometimes they tell us what those words are in their own language, which is especially cool especially for me because I grew up loving languages and studying a whole bunch of them. So thank you, Amanda Ray, for Say It With Me, and you guys should contribute. Here's a rundown of what else is offered. We've got Sexy Saturday with Scooter the Mac. Scooter is well known on Snapchat. He does a lot of lip syncing, and so Sexy Saturday is you choose a sexy song to lip sync. Um, We've got Pet Snaps with Christmas Jade the Pomeranian, the cutest dog ever. And basically people send in their snaps that include their pets, which is really cool. Um, Some people take their roles as pet moms and dads very seriously, and you can see this on their snaps. You've got Ask a Psalm Saturday with Diana Roderique, and I hope I said her name correctly. I would love to interview her. This woman is a chef and a certified sommelier, which I probably said incorrectly, and she is just full of knowledge. What else do we have going on? Well, you know what? You need to go on to the Snap Days directory at m.me slash snapdays and enter the word Saturday. As usual, a great big thank you goes out to all of the people on Snapchat who make it fun and who make it community. When I first started Snapchat, this was uh, almost two years ago now, I was very shy about being on camera and letting people see me and hear me. I just, it was, it's just not my natural medium. I learned about Snapchat through a coworker who was much younger than me and was playing around with the filters and showing me hysterical stuff on there that people were producing. And I thought, this is fun, you know? So I downloaded it and played with the filters and sent it to my partner and my family and we laughed. And then this coworker went on vacation for a couple of weeks to Hawaii where I've never been. And she snapped during the entire trip. I got to see mountains, I got to see the ocean, I saw so many things through her eyes and the stories that she told and I was transfixed. It was like the best TV show ever and I knew right then and there the potential of Snapchat and I have been its biggest cheerleader or at least one of its biggest cheerleaders ever since. Before Snapchat and even now. I was a shy person. I do not like being in the public eye. I don't want all eyes on me. I love being in the background. I love being a support person. I play the flute and I was always the second flute and I always play the harmony. (laughs) I don't want to be the melody. I don't want to have everyone focusing on me. 
I used to be a DJ and I wasn't one of those DJs that are out front, you know, being the life of the party. I was the one making the party happen by playing the requests and making sure people were happy and that the music was always playing, but I did it in the background. That's the way I am. I like it that way. It's been really a challenge for me to be out in on Front Street. Somehow, however, I have started to transform myself. I'm not any less shy. But Snapchat has helped me to come out of my shell. So when I first started snapping, I was showing whatever it was I was doing at home. I was very much into juicing and raw foods. And so I showed a lot of that. And I started to meet some great people that way. And I saw what they were cooking and what they were eating and the kind of juices they were making and learned new nutritional information and resources. And I was even more hooked, if you could be more hooked, on Snapchat. So I decided to be more useful, I guess I could say, on the channel. Not just showing stuff I was doing, but providing information. And that became a, a lot of fun. Just, I mean, people would snap me and tell me how helpful I was and thank me for information. And, you know, I... I that has always been my calling, being of service and helping people. And doing that one-on-one -on, -one on Snapchat and showing my face and having people hear my voice, and I hate my voice. <laughs> I really do. I have a weird voice. But I started to accept my quirks and whatever, my characteristics, um, more and more by snapping. Because of Snapchat, I have even tried live streaming. I don't like live streaming. It's just too much. It gets in the way of my message. I worry too much about camera placement and, you know, technical issues. I don't have fancy equipment. I don't have a lot of money, at least not now. It'll come. But I realized that, you know, even though I was bold enough to get out there and, and do the videos and there my videos are still out there they're on my YouTube channel and my Facebook page and I mean it's it's hard for me even now to imagine that people <laughs> will see them that's just the way I am I'm just I don't like it but Snapchat got me out there and made me brave enough to try it for a few months and I'm proud of what I've done but I know that I am, I, I love radio, I love um, podcasts, and I'm good with Snapchat. I think Snapchat is going to be my main video presence, and Instagram too. I can do Instagram, but I'm just not a live stream person, and there's nothing wrong with not being a live stream person, but Snapchat, I have to credit it with giving me the bravery to try it. So my question to all of you, those of you who use Snapchat and uh, those of you who are actually uh, connected to me on Snapchat, my question is, has Snapchat been of assistance to you with your social media presence? I have put that question out on my Snap Days radio group story on Snapchat. So if you would like to uh, respond 
I would love to have your response and find out what uh, your experience has been. And if you want to just call in here and let me know, love to have your call in. I'm wondering, I've had people tell me that they've been helped overcoming shyness and people have improved their English. Um, What about you? So Simon called in with a really great idea for Saturdays. Good evening from the UK, probably afternoon where you are. I don't know if you know, but last week I started something called Hashtag Supportive Saturday, where I wanted to try and spread some love around Anchor with uh, events on Las Vegas over in America. And there's now been another terrorist incident in the UK, people dying and the negativity. But I wanted to ask people to call in to somebody that they know on Anchor, or maybe somebody that they don't know, maybe somebody they admire, and just um, do a call in with a few supportive words of kindness or nicety, so that we can carry on a little train on Saturday, going around. And so I'm hopeful that you may um, share this call in, and that you may take in part. Whatever you do today, I wish you well. Thank you, Simon. I think that's a great idea. And I think not only am I going to call someone on Anchor, but I'm going to call somebody I've never even spoken to before to spread the love. With your question about Snapchat, um, the reply is no, it hasn't. I, I find Snapchat to be a weird, random piece of social media that doesn't seem to be really connected to anything it doesn't really seem to link to anything it's like a I don't know for me it's like a being a child in a penny penny sweet shop kind of thing it's good to mess around but I I don't truly see its value when it comes to for instance uh, a social media presence although I know some people have made it that but I think it's it's so short and small it's like the it's sort of like Twitter, quite restrictive in a way. So I haven't found it very helpful, hugely helpful. I found it great fun to connect with friends, kind of thing, and have a laugh. But as a social me- part of a social media brand, no. Simon, you make a good point about Snapchat. I kind of think of it as sort of a closed system. It's... Um, It seems to operate within a vacuum. It doesn't really, but it it definitely doesn't feel like Facebook. But, I mean, it's kind of hard to explain because every single one of those systems is a system in and of itself, right? You have to have the Facebook app to connect with people on Facebook. You have to have Twitter to connect with people on Twitter. You have to have Instagram. You have to have Snapchat. But yeah, there's something about Snapchat that does make it seem more insular in a way. And I guess it's because it's because other social media um, have not embraced it. We all post things about Facebook outside of Facebook and the same with Twitter and a little bit um, with Instagram. Not quite as much, I don't think, but we definitely hear about Facebook in the news. For example when this tragedy occurred in Las Vegas, you could read in the newspaper the memorial messages that people left for their loved ones and family on their Facebook accounts. So Facebook is used as a source of news 
and so is Twitter, actually. People quote tweets, and especially when it comes to Trump, um, they're using his tweets. Instagram, less so. Um, Snapchat is sort of coming into its own as far as the Snap Map, as I've talked about earlier. Um, journalists are starting to see the value. Uh, I think when people start putting their codes on their snaps, like I have talked about before and suggested, then uh, more people will turn to Snapchat as a source of news. But until that happens, Simon, I think that uh, Snapchat will seem like a closed system and maybe not as much value in terms of getting out into the world. I think that's going to change, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hi, Allison. In regards to Snapchat and how has it helped me, I was already pretty involved in live streaming and being on camera, so I took to that pretty quickly. However, what I loved about it was getting feedback, instant feedback, and seeing who liked what and getting replies. And so when I would try something new or ask questions about something and that that interaction like much like here on anchor it it was really a great way for me to um to know that i was doing the right things and just like how i met you when you responded to and wanted me to make you a mandala and um we connected on that level that that really shaped how um how i was going to do things um going forward so that meant a lot to me and that's how it helped Hi, Melissa. Thank you for your call in and your comment. And you're absolutely right. That is an important part of Snapchat that you get that immediate feedback from friends and from, you know, other followers who might not even know you yet, but they, you know, answer your questions or give you advice if you ask for it. Feedback is really cool thing about Snapchat. Thank you. So I found it very interesting to read that Google Pixel, their newest high-end laptop, is going to include a version of Snapchat. Uh, The reason it's kind of strange to me, though, is that Snapchat is not made for the desktop. It's actually a mobile user experience. So the image of Snapchat on a laptop. I mean, it's kind of cool to think you're going to have a full screen, but why would you do that for the laptop before you do it for, say, an iPad or an Android Galaxy? You know, a pad. That's that's what I would like to see first. Uh, in fact, with Snapchat having these TV shows and the Discover channels and all that, it's natural to me that they would put it on these tablets first. But hey. I guess it's up to us to wait around and see what happens. So let's say you are a startup and you would like to reach your target audience on Snapchat. But guess what? It's a little expensive. Well, you're in luck. Snap has launched a new program called Snap Accelerate, and it's for startups to advertise on Snapchat. So you get up to $100,000 of benefits. So you can do coupons, you can do branded filters, you got early access to new ad products. There's all sorts of good stuff going on. You might want to check it out. It's called, again, Snap Accelerate. 
You might remember that I mentioned uh, earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, that Snapchat is seen more as an experimental platform for advertisers, and so ad revenue has actually gone down. Obviously, Snap is kind of fighting back and offering this kind of program to get back on board with advertisers. I kind of hope it works, although I'm not a big fan of ads. If they can come up with some creative ads, interactive ads, fun ads, then hey, it might not be so bad. I'm sure it's no surprise to you that Snap is trying to attract advertisers to use the new 3D lenses for advertising. I love the Bitmoji. I like that you can walk around them, see them from all sides. It's pretty fun. Not so sure what the advertising is going to be like, but it probably will be very entertaining. Uh, I've already seen one, and you may have two, the Bud Light guy handing out cold beer. It wasn't very attractively done. It was pretty basic looking um, cartoon style. I don't think it was any better than the 3D Bitmoji. Actually, I thought it was kind of worse. <laughs> but there's one from Warner Brothers that has the Blade Runner car and it spins around. Eh, it was okay. It wasn't all that great. But those are just examples of what we might be seeing in the near future. Word has it that Snap wants advertisers to be creative and have the ads be interactive. I'm trying to imagine what they might do. I'm thinking maybe they'll have a spokesperson that you could maybe interact with. So that guy from the, like the, what was it, Old Spice, the Old Spice commercials, that would be cool if you could interact with the Old Spice guy. Uh, I imagine maybe you could move things around. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. It's no surprise that everybody's trying to copy Snapchat, and Google is no different. What they're doing is copying Snapchat's Discover feature. So, you know how you can go into the Discover and read magazine articles, basically, or watch video, how-tos, recipes, or little stories? Well, Google's doing the same thing, and they've already gotten some people, like Washington Post and Vox Media, it looks like, who may be involved. And the project is called Stamp. So, reportedly, and I don't know what the final product is going to be, but it looks like when you do a Google search, there's going to be a lineup at the top of the screen that looks just like the Discover lineup. And you can slide through it to look at videos and read uh, articles and view photos. Um, I don't know when this is going to debut, but they are offering money as an incentive to attract these publishers. And, I don't know, I, I guess it's the wave of the future. It's just the way everybody's going to be doing stuff. Copycat. <laughs> but you gotta say hey to Snapchat for being the first. That's it for today's edition of Snap Days News. <laughs> I almost sound like a real newscaster for a minute, huh? <laughs>